the Spanish conquistadors came in, right. and they were living, and they had houses for five miles mm -hmm. along the river, mm -hmm. and so they said, you know, when they've done uh, major developments in the city, it just turns up mm -hmm. stuff. But um, they're they're digging up like a battle site between this Epzoan, uh, I think it is, tribe yeah. and the Spanish conquistadors. But some of the best parts are on private land, and so it's trying to figure yeah. out how do you, you know, how do you dig in a city when there's an even bigger city underneath? Yeah, it's very complex as you can imagine in terms of ownership, and um, it 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 continues to evolve in this country. You know, again, in a place like UK, it's just easier. You know, it's like the same. They got rid of guns in the 1990s because they just said, okay, this is how it is. And, you know, that's <laughs> the UK spirit is to say, okay, the people we put in charge or the people who are in charge, you know, they make a decision. Yeah, we'll go along with it. You know, there's just this, we have this kind of cultural spirit, I think, uh, or, uh, you know, the American spirit is to, you know, well, we just kind of, we, we tell ourselves what we can do. And, you know, you can't tell me what to do. You know? I don't, that's a horrible, <laughs> never mind. That's a horrible. Summit. There is a difference in cult, you know, in cultures between here and the UK that is, 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 um, better in that respect. Yeah. Well, I mean, there, in some ways it's better in some ways it's not, you know, but, um, but, but it is what it is, you know, I don't think we could ever logistically work out that kind of arrangement. Although, the relationship between amateur, you know, amateur treasure hunter and uh, archaeologists uh, and, and museum curators could be much, much better. It's it's fabulous in the UK. They they you know they consider it a true partnership. Uh, I, I mean, I deal in some of the most important you know 18th century American art there is, and it's hard to get a curator to answer the phone, you know, on a museum. They're just, A, they're overworked and spend most of their time raising money, um, but also they consider, like, why would I talk to you? You, know, you don't have a PhD in museum services. Anyway, yeah, I want to uh, get to this. Well, and I, yeah. I missed the introduction, so maybe you're getting to what I'm going to yeah. ask you, but I was going to put you on the spot a little bit. Is this, has this been all hobby, a lucrative point, albeit, but all hobby, or has there been a real spiritual component to for me? Dig, yeah, digging in deep into yeah, and I I would have never uh, I, I would have never held my interest would have never held from a strict historical standpoint. I went to the UK. I kept going back to the UK to look for ecclesiastical artifacts. It's why I was there, you know, because uh, I I. A, it was so, as we talked about last week, that the, uh, not, not just the high art of the commissioned art of the church, but the functional uh, faith component that ran through the material remains of everyday people is fascinating to me. You know, it, you know even down to the you know, lead tokens with IHS on them, you know, that which is the most somebody could, you know, a, a peasant who was making a penny a day could could you know could do I, I just love ecclesiastical art I love what it says about the theology you know of the people who you know participated in it you know I love the early church the you know what the what the art of the very early church tells us and more than anything what it tells us they didn't you know care about a lot of the things that are so important to us theologically 
at least as the art tells it, weren't as important to them as it was for us. You know, the other thing, and I think I think the most important, you know, one of the most important things we've done in done in here is draw distinctions between uh, popular religion, you know, in the first three centuries of Christianity, popular religion, and official church doctrine, you know. And, then I, and I hope you all found that fascinating as well, how, you know, we have the creeds that say this is what's important to us. You have the art that says the opposite in some ways, you know. And trying to, trying to think about what, you know, what that means and what it could mean and what it means to us now, you know. Um, what we say collectively or institutionally versus what our popular religion has lived out, lived out, you know, in our lives, in our, in our music, you know, and in our art. That's why I think art, in the modern sense, you know, reflecting faith and theology, uh, has lost some of its importance, you know. Um, uh, and anyway, uh, yeah, my my passion for for you know, for kind of treasure hunting has always had a faith bent to it. Uh, I've never been a treasure hunter for the sake of, I mean, it's, it's beautiful and, and wonderful when they combine in a piece of art that's very valuable, you know, but uh, my favorite artifacts are made of lead, you know, and bronze and are basically worthless, but they had, you know, they're very personal. They, they reflected a very personal, you know, faith, so, um, yeah. What do you find is going on in religious art today? Yeah, that that's a great uh, a great question. I don't find much going on. I, I'm and some of you who are, are artists and who work in you know uh, modern art uh, or maybe work in the modern art Christian field or something may know more about that. Not, but I, I I don't. And same with the music. I mean, I you know that's a whole different thing. You know, music, but. Uh, in our culture, I don't find, you know, an American kind of evangelical popular culture, I don't find much of the art compelling. Except you know. Mr. Rand is the room. Yes, that's right. For Don Whitelaw. That's right. Yeah, that's a good good observation. Oh, there are paintings. Or jewelry, there. maybe. Yeah, yeah jewelry. I mean, there, obviously, there, there is art. Uh, and it, and it, I do think you'll find if you go it's very far into it, yeah, it, that it does reflect the theology of, of popular religion. Uh, I think you know, part of that doesn't, uh, because it doesn't line up my, with my personal uh, theology, I tend to discount it to some degree. I will say in the world, though, you have the Eastern Church producing the same kinds and the same quality in many ways, art, uh, um, Christian art as they produced in the 10th century. Uh, you look at an icon, a Russian Orthodox icon today, you can't tell the difference between that and a Greek Orthodox icon of the 10th and 11th century. Mm -hmm. I mean, in terms of the content, the, the past tradition of actually producing the art, um, it, it, it's pretty, that's pretty uh, you know, amazing. But. Well, it scares me to think of what somebody a thousand years from now is going to find yeah them. well gonna find openers right <laughs> right was, well they'll know some chris tomlin songs i guarantee you that wouldn't rosaries and uh crucifixes be the similar uh thing today to the lead things that you found yeah in terms of functional uh and it's funny we find i find you find rosaries and you know 
20th century, you know, uh, versions of ecclesiastical art still that people lose. Um, yeah, Brian. I wasn't here for every week, so you may have talked about this, um, but the questions about contemporary uh, faith art made me wonder how the industries mm-hmm. at different, the, yes. the art industries yes. at different times yes. were different because now there, there are so many types of industries that represent completely different groups of people that might be creating some kind of, because mm-hmm. there's there's the Christian marketplace, mm-hmm. which produces one kind of faith-oriented yes. craft. Then you've got, you know, you've got the outsider artists who are really kind of working on their own, and people that may or may not have anything to do with faith mm-hmm. finding those works. Then you've got the, the art community, mm-hmm. uh, and you may have people that are Producing a very different kind of work there that may or may not be faith oriented, and then you've got those long-standing traditions mm. of um, from from the Eastern world, mm. and, and, and how did, did you really go into how we think of the art industries today and how those would have been produced? Yeah, you, I didn't, uh, and, and especially in contrast to the modern version of that. The, the ancient version of that, especially the medieval version of that, I didn't get into, and I should have, because I that, uh, just went, as you were saying that, I was thinking, of course, you know, of course, I mean, maybe what we did talk about when we talked about Seal Matrix is, you know, the generic manufacturing, uh, it, it was a, all of those things, especially at uh, the working class functional level, was a huge industry, you know. In fact, when when you want to find ecclesiastical medieval artifacts, you don't go to a church site, you don't go to an abbey site, you go to a marketplace, you know. Mm-hmm. When we know a market has been a place where you can tell, you know, there's coinage everywhere of all denominations for, you know, three centuries. Yes, that's there was commerce going on there. That's where you're most likely to find, you know, the most uh, ecclesiastical functional art you know you find these commission pieces like the John the Baptist you yeah you go outside of a church that you knew Henry the eighth burned down you know that's where to find it scattered everywhere you know but the functional art uh, yes was central to the marketplace you know just like anywhere it's almost like you go to Walmart today doesn't matter what you're going to buy Everything you buy has Christian symbology to it. You know, it's either in the form of something symbolically Christian, or it has you know inscriptions, or it's you know we can customize this. You know, put your initials and IHS or whatever you want on these this art. Um, And the marketplace was um, there was no such thing, especially in Britain again in the during you know that thousand year period where there's no such thing as really as art that didn't have a, a, a religious and specifically Christian component. It was the, the, you don't find Middle Eastern, you don't find Islamic art in the middle of a field in England, you know, it just didn't, you don't. But anyway, I, great questions. And uh, I, I just do want to run through these really quick just so that you can, I, I think bang for the buck, closest proximity to us 
the best collection of, of Christian art uh, from the earliest period, third, fourth century, all the way up uh, to the Renaissance is in the Cleveland Museum of Art. Just up the road, uh, two curators there who were world-class medievalists um, and had a curiosity about, uh, specifically about Christian art. Uh, Milliken from the 20s to the 50s or to the late 50s and he handpicked his successor to continue on his passion. They built uh, what is probably the best, most well-rounded uh, collection of high-quality Christian art across all the kingdoms and periods. And there, it, it, What's great, any of you who saw the ex exhibition at the Frisk, it's been several years ago, but there was a traveling uh, version of, of their collection uh, that made it around the country and all the way to Germany. Um, and uh, it was at the Frisk, and it was just, I went three or four times, took different people. It was just amazing uh, art. This is a great uh, <coughs> carved uh, limestone. Uh, anybody know what that is, right? Oh, yeah, it's never mind. <laughs> Don't read the, yeah. pay no attention. But that's a yeah. There's a this is a whole series. They were found in a huge alabaster jar. Uh, 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 there's a series of I think five uh, uh, sculpture, and they're they're quite large of, of the whole series of Jonah. There's one that's almost identical to this that has the sea monster uh, on the way out. Him being this is him Jonah being swallowed. And again, you're talking about um, you know uh, third century, really really early. We talked course a lot about how the number of occurrences that we see Jonah uh, in early Christian art this is a great uh, version of that how big is that it's this big oh, you know oh, something nice. like that yeah it's a very oh. nice size series and there's there's also a, a, a figure of, of Jonah in prophet's robes uh, it's it's great the other thing is that all of this is online uh, the, the best museums have their entire collection online there's a catalog, a beautiful hardbound uh, catalog of the Cleveland Connection that uh, uh, collection that you can buy on Amazon. It's it's gorgeous. It's well uh, well written, uh, and then you can go online and and look at any of the great collection of illuminated manuscripts is here. We're early gospel books. Um, you can go online and zoom in as far as you want. It's just amazing, you know, digital technology. But it's also great to see it in person. The exhibition itself is uh, really central to the whole museum. Uh, this is a group, Silver Spoon, Paul as an athlete, uh, which is really great. Uh, I have run the race, you know, finished the race, that whole thing. This is Paul as a Roman athlete. Uh, and that's those great silver serving spoons. Uh, Nice Byzantine uh, necklace with amulets, which is great. You know, the, the, the write-ups about the stuff is fantastic. Talks about the cross uh, crossing over between you know the superstitious uh, amulets. Uh, there'd be some, in some of these amulets you'd find written pieces of scripture. Sometimes you would find you know uh, some other uh, you know pagan based the the. the the collision of, of pagan religions and the new Christian religion, especially in the early period, uh, is fascinating. You see that in the material remains in this collection. Uh, again, all, across all cultures, the, the Cleveland uh, collection is amazing. The stroganoff ivory, which is a fantastic 
uh, book cover probably uh, carved ivory that's from the uh, 10th century Anglo-Saxon uh, wooden box boxwood carved boxwood 1050 reliquary probably um, amazing amazing pieces of art they also have full paintings that's a 14th century uh, oil on panel in that collection and of course a huge collection of illuminated manuscripts and not just pages but full intact books of hours uh, this is the book of hours of Charles the Noble 14th uh, 14th century fantastic uh, there's another uh, Byzantine solid gold thin gold monogram this was this was at the frist that's a Cairo of course um, yeah, so uh, the Walters, as I mentioned, is another great. This is on the East Coast in Baltimore. It's a smaller museum, and it has a really uh, great cross-section of art, although not a ton of pieces, and I don't know that it's a, it's a rotating exhibition, so I don't know the current status. You can always check what they have in terms of exhibition at any given time, but their collection is fantastic. Uh, concentrated mostly in manuscripts. Um, have some uh, really great gospel books, early gospel books. Um, this is a German one from the 9th century. Um, and they have these on display. They have uh, several experts, curators of uh, manuscripts. And, so, and they have not only a great collection of uh, early Christian books, they also have just great early uh, important books. And as I said, it's worth going just to kind of see what's going on with the Archimedes palimpsest there. Um, yeah, they have a lot of great ivories as well. First early ivories and, and pretty good collection of uh, metalwork as well. Here's a gospel lectionary with the original jeweled cover ivory panels. Um, and again, some of this on display. That's a great casket uh, box carved ivory scenes of Adam and Eve, story of Joseph, that's uh, early medieval, 1100. There's a crozier, may have even looked at this crozier, no we didn't specifically, looks like it's a, also a reliquary, the crystal center, uh, probably holding a piece of the true cross, um, nice medieval uh, enamel metalwork, 13th century. And of course you have the Met in New York, and the, I was trying to think of the places that most likely people will visit in the states in this class. They have probably the best collection on display of art from the period, artifacts from the period. It's not all specifically Christian art, but the secular context that it places Christian art is very valuable to see. In other words, you can see what's going on in other cultures during that period by the collection that they have there. And they place Christian art in the middle of those uh, cult other cultural contexts, and it's, it's neat to see it like that. They do have a great collection. It's not always on display. They also have probably, of all of the museums in the state, the, probably the best collection of large pieces, statuary, um, wall panels. They have... I mean, they have a huge door and wall panel, if I'm thinking of this right, uh, of, from the um, Babylonian period that's carved wood, it pictures uh, uh, the Israelites. I mean, it's lots of, I think that's in the, it may be in the British Museum, don't hold me to it. 
do yourself a favor and go to both, right? And you, you'll mm. make sure you hit it. Else, this stuff like this, a great uh, uh, gilt b bottom of a bowl, a bowl glass uh, bottom with Paul and Peter. That's fourth century there. That's a form of art that we didn't talk about a lot, kind of the, the gilded glass uh, bottoms and vessels because uh, they don't survive well. You can tell why, obviously. Uh, but the Met, some reason, has a great collection of them. They probably had a private collector build the collection and then donate it to the Met. They have a good collection of it. Huge piece, again, sarcophagus lid with the Last Judgment. Got the sheep and the goat. Uh, isn't that awesome? That's early 4th century. Uh, so, And those are on display. It's great to see these large you know, catacomb pieces uh, in, in person. I would, uh, so those are three great, and again, the Cleveland Museum, if you can only go to one, it's so close, and it's just fantastic. I mean, I didn't even show, they have great Thomas Beckett reliquaries, uh, just really great collection. Outside of the country, obviously in Europe, the British, the British Museum is always a, you know, an obvious place to go, but it's so huge, um, you know, you have to go to see the Rosetta Stone, you know, it's in the British Museum. You, you, it's so huge. If I would say you could only, if you could see several museums, give yourself time to go to the Victoria Albert. Their bottom floor has a really fine collection of early Christian art, uh, especially uh, metalwork, medieval metalwork, and early ivories. Um, if you have all the time in the world, also go to the Wallace Collection, which has a great uh, uh, full of paintings. Um, and really great um, manuscript. They have a manuscript room as well. The British Library manuscript room, which, have you been yet? You did go, so you we can, did, yeah. yeah, good. So great, uh, the Luttrell Psalter that we talked about is there. Was it on display when it you was, were there? Yeah. Awesome, awesome, great place to see. Uh, you can see illuminated manuscripts, you can see the Magna Carta and the original lyrics to yesterday all in the same. <laughs> all in the same room it's fantastic uh, of course the Louvre I mean there's so many great uh, all, all great world museums have you know a, a significant collection of, of Christian art uh, even in the Eastern European the Sofia Museum Bulgaria a great biz, early Byzantine and Roman uh, metalwork especially jewelry Sofia has maybe the best collection of early Christian uh, gold jewelry um, so there's there's wherever you go in the world there's great uh, you seek you know seek out but if you can't do that go to Cleveland you can also see the oh no that's Canton never mind it's <laughs> gonna see the NFL Hall of Fame yeah. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, <laughs> and roll hall of fame. Yeah. Cleveland sorry right, you said next week's um, class is in your basement right yeah come on over I won't be there but just browse around and please don't. thank y'all for being here it's been a fun. Obviously, the 